Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. On tonight's episode, the clubhouse ghost makes some suggestions, Marcy becomes a bloodhound, and the group enjoys some scenic New York City landmarks and then meet their target in a back alley. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, Friendly Neighborhood Exalts, Season 1, Episode 7, Criminal Investigation 107. I assume that the group has kind of talked, hung out, filled the newest member in on what the hell's going on. Nope, not at all. I have no idea. I'm sitting on a table. Sure. No, at this point, you're not sitting on a table. At this point, they've gotten you a chair and you're sitting in the chair because you we ended the last recording with. And that's how I ended up here. That or she's sitting on the table because, you know, it's Brit. Only adults get chairs. Listen, listen here. I'll fight you. Mm-hmm. So, Marcy, have you talked to God yet? H- have I talked to who? God, you know, the big man upstairs. Like, like what position are you going to play on the baseball team? I don't play sports. Well, you do now because you're an angel. I'm, I'm sorry, what? What did you just call me? An angel? O- okay, um, you know what? I think I understand why you may have... Are you okay? Like, do you? Are you okay in the head? Yeah, I'm fine in the head. Okay, because like you called my one of my closest friends a Nazi, and then you called me an angel, and I'm just trying to understand you. You're also apparently wanted by the police. Wait, did you say I'm on the run from the police? A- apparently, you're wanted by the police, and I'm gonna pull out the business card that I got from the cop and like set it on the table. Oh yeah, that's Detective Oak's card. He said, uh. He said he'd call me if he needed any help from the angels, because that's our job. Right. So you have talked to him. Got it. So I don't I, I don't have to go to him then for you. Oh, okay. Brendan, I have a logistical question. Sure. So for name pilfering practices, it doesn't say I need to see the target. Just that I tug on the strings of fate and I can palm and uh, pocket their name. Correct. So I, if it's somebody that I theoretically, like, know about, I can pull on the strings of fate and try and find out, like, if that's their real name or something like that. Yeah, try and find a name for them, yeah. Or, like, if it's, like, hey, I'm looking for the CEO of Amazon, which, you know, you know, like, theoretically, like, you know their position, you know enough information about them that basically that 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 you know you can theoretically find out the information yeah you know you can totally use it that way it's like magic google actually you're not wrong like that is that is actually really close to what it is so if i wanted to look up like brain the head of the giovanni family in the town in the town we're in i could do that yes yes you could you would get their name, like, you wouldn't get a whole lot of other information, but you would definitely get their name. Noted. Thank you. Are you planning on doing that? I might. 
So I guess this brings us back to where we were at the beginning of the session. Uh, Apple first or mobsters first? I've got them both written up. Quick question. Um, another like logistical question. Uh, for unshakable bloodhound technique, um, it says once the character finds some evidence of a trail to follow, um, I can spend an essence to perfectly track the target for the next 24 hours. Does that include like basic information about them or like a specific like evidence trail? I'm going to say that it's really going to depend on what that you have. There might be some cases where that something might be blocking you, uh, especially if you guys are dealing with mages or something like that. I think that you having enough like evidence to like kind of get a good idea of like what a character is like would basically let you do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mama always said when people's needs help, it helps them. So right now, the Big Apple's not hurting anybody. I say we stop this human trafficking. Fine. Decided. All right. So the group has chosen to go after the uh, Giovanni crime family. How do you guys want to do this? Where well, do you um, want to begin the investigation? I'm assuming that Marcy has told us about uh, the detective being sketchy and talking about ghouls and bullshit? Um, yes. I, I probably uh, would prob go into that when I started talking to you about the detective and not needing to talk to him about you. Do you mention Francisca? I do not because no one has asked me anything else about my roommate or friend that he called a Nazi. But there is only one person on campus I've called a Nazi. <laughs> that we know of. There's only one person on this campus that you've called a Nazi, and it's been not true. Hey, Brendan. You yes. said the cop was saying Bruce, not Bruno, right? Bruce, yes. To go over uh, some basic things with you guys of where you guys could possibly start this uh, investigation, basically. You know that uh, Vinny obviously had some connections with them. Rose, uh, before that she was unable to meet back up with you, had mentioned that... Uh, Vinny, in passing, had mentioned that his wife used to be from a family called the Giovannis. So left field, what if I used a one of uh, Simple Man Freebird's essences to have him track down Peter Giuseppe and his whereabouts? Peter's just going to be so mad to see us again. Okay. Yeah, you can do that too. Uh, he'd be... Can someone roll me a... Can someone flip me a coin? I don't have a coin out here. I happen to have a coin because I have one on hand for Cass. Cool. Tell me if it's heads or tails. You mean stars or shields? Uh, yes. Hey. Dude, that flipping sound was so satisfying. Shields. Okay, so, um, the telling of the story and, uh, you guys, uh, getting Marcy all caught up on information and everything. By this point, the sun has set. Which basically just means that, you know, it's going to change where that Bruno is. Or, sorry, Peter. Yeah. So, guys, uh, I can I can have Simple Man Freebird track that uh, Peter Giuseppe guy down. Brendan, question. How long can I see ghosts after uh, using that uh, charm? Uh, it lasts for the end of the scene, so... Once that you're out of, well, you can technically see the ghost while you're in the clubhouse. 
uh, because the clubhouse is special, uh, you know that the effects of it have worn off by now. But can I still see Simple Man Freebird or just the ghosts that live there? Uh, you can see Simple Man Freebird there as well. Um, actually, everyone can see him now. Uh, the Oh, by the way, uh, I meant to ask, uh, Tyler, what did you buy with your XP if you did any? Uh, Essence Level 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Um, every... You... you it is impossible to not see Simple Man Freebird um, inside of the clubhouse uh, in the presence of someone who literally rips the... Whose mere presence literally rips away at the uh, the stability of reality. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, your your static essence rating uh, lowers the the shroud in that area by that essence rating. Fifty. So like a normal fucking essence rating in like not a haunted ass place is like a nine or a ten. And this place was already haunted, so it's already lowered. You already drank coffee in here, which lowered it by three, and now you're lowering it by two by your by your presence. The shroud here is like a four, I think. Perfect. Boy. Actually, no, it would be like a three. It's honestly a little... If it wasn't so wholesome, it would be a little disturbing. Yeah, because the other side of the shroud of this place isn't a nice-looking place, is it? No, uh... The shroud outside of the clubhouse is not a nice looking place. The clubhouse itself is better if a lot of muted colors. Gotcha, gotcha. So during your time while that you guys are there and talking and figuring out how to track down Peter Giuseppe, uh, Bryce approaches you guys, the, uh, the taller ghost with the black hair who has multiple stab wounds. And he raises his hand to the new girl. Hey, I'm Bryce. I'm, uh, well, I think they already told you about me, but we're, we're the ghosts of the comic book club. And they're helping us complete our dream of making a comic book. Um, still a little shocked that I can see them. I'll just smile and give them a wave and, you know, nice to meet you. So... Liv here already gave us information on how uh, some of his friends uh, got superpowers. And from what we were listening to you guys talk about your uh, your stuff the other night with that uh, mugging that Leonard stopped, um, it sounds like you guys are like, you know, kind of making your name a name for yourselves in, in like some wrong circles. Like people are starting to recognize at least the big guy here. Um, he kind of scratches the back of his head. Maybe, like, you guys should, like, work on, like, you know, doing the doing the superhero thing. That sounds exhausting. Well, like, maybe at least the big guy should. He seems to be making a name for himself. But I don't even have a superhero name. Um, I'm sure you do, bud. Oh, right, that, that name God called me. Uh, uh, White Hot Son of the South. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Maybe we'll just go with Son of the South. Yeah, that doesn't... I'm not sure if this is a good place to be now. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe just White Hot then? Yeah. Imagine you all have names like that. Even if you don't throw away your old name. Yeah, there's one that's been kind of sitting in the back of my head, but... Eh. Well, like, uh... 
Okay, like, what if we didn't, like, you know, dress y'all up in costumes, but, like, we, uh... And, like, there's a moment of, like, rapid sketching you can kind of hear, and then uh, the small form of William steps forward, and he has made rather quick doodles of you all wearing some form of headgear to obscure yourself. The best way that I can put it is, is that whatever kind of headgear, like basically uh, quote-unquote mask that you would use, uh, that your character would use to hide their identity, uh, Will has drawn down. Like, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, you do this and you do that. Like, I want to give you guys, like, some, like, freedom of creativity to do what you want. My football helmet with the school logo on the side. How does that even help? I think that's actually hurting you even more. Brendan, I would like to remind you that Lenny's intelligence is one dot. His manipulation is also one dot. Suddenly, the entire football team is under investigation. Nobody well, said he was... the teammates thrown in jail. I mean, that works if you guys want to just, like, have... Su- like, just throw subtlety out the window. I can work with that. I just wanted to uh, throw the idea out there for you guys. Well, I'm assuming before he makes this decision, Cass or somebody responsible will stop him. But you never know. Bold of you to assume. You said you were going to wear your helmet with the school symbol on it for your costume? Yeah. No, that's far too obvious. What if I wear the helmet? (laughs) It still traces back to our college and not gonna work. So we need costumes. If we're, I mean, if we're going this route, we need something to at least disguise ourselves. But that's only if we're going this route. So what if I were to get a helmet that's from the St. Francis Terriers football team? You would endanger their lives and careers or hold their football team without even knowing the money. It's not very responsible. Their lives won't be in danger. Because we're going to stop all the bad guys. But if someone looks for you and traces them, their careers in the football industry could be ruined. That's why I'm using the helmet of our rival team. Yes, but they're going to go after the rival team. And not in a good way. And plus, Lenny, you're very large. I'm pretty sure everyone who sees you will remember the Titan. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, come on, you cackled. I know you did. I fucking love it. Uh, so Bryce just kind of goes, well, it's a suggestion for later. If you guys want to keep going out and uh, let, like, he just kind of motions to you guys. I'm sure you guys will figure it out. Hmm. Is anyone good at making costumes? I, I have two, two dots in crafts. I'm... I've recently discovered I'm pretty good at disguising just myself. I can I can maybe work on like you ever been to the local thrift stores? Get like new clothes? It it be as simple as just getting wigs, making your hair look different and not wearing what you usually wear. Honestly, I don't think anybody knows who I am anyway. Well, I mean Aaron certainly knew. You're his friend, after all. Still stuck on Aaron, huh? He was cute. Now, the person who I was died when we, uh, ascended. 
entered the stage of reincarnation. However you want to say. That was an experience for sure. Oh yeah, I bet, I bet. You know what else was an experience? Getting stabbed three times in the chest. That sounds awful. It was. Gunshot wound wasn't very fun either. I said I was sorry. Liv kind of just shrugs. Also, you didn't take a gunshot wound to the chest, Liv. Oliver did. You got me there. Oh my god, he can be taught! <laughs> this is where Lenny also, He said your old name. But not in reference to me. We need masks, and then we go find Peter? Or find Peter, then get masks? I think... It, at this point, he'll probably recognize us, but... I guess it can't hurt to try and disguise ourselves before we go and find him. Okay, so if you guys want, what we'll do for this is uh, we can either have you guys, like, craft some masks, have uh, Marcy do it since she's apparently the crafty one, and... or Oh, no, Brendan, I'm going LARPing. Oh, okay. Um... Or we can kind of like go through this story and then say that afterwards, like at the start of the next story is when it, you guys will have the uh, the masks and everything, because basically it's like the end of the story and you guys went, oh, you know what? We learned something from this. Maybe we shouldn't have our real identities like flaunted out there. Look, I'm, I'm the size of a Mack truck. I don't think a mask is going to help much anyways, but yeah. Also, then, you know, by taking that uh, that second decision, it also gives you guys time to, like, think up and, like, design, like, cool ways to, like, hide and, like, do whatever your superhero shit is. Right. Yeah, I'm down with that get down. As opposed to me literally putting you on the spot here. I'm going LARPing. That's what I'm doing. I already know. Yeah, well, yeah. you also have Arcane 4, so, like, you could literally put on a hoodie and people don't recognize you. Yeah, I, I'm made for for infiltration, but not in the normal way I'm made for infiltration. I'll just hide behind Simple Man Freebird the whole time. Perfect. Yep. Nobody will ever be able to find you. Okay, so you guys are going to try and track down Peter Giuseppe. How are you going to try and do that? Internet, phone book. Simple Man Freebird's tracking. He can track his prey unerringly. This charm is not easy to use, and the spirit must lose a point of essence to activate it. I can also use unshakable bloodhound technique. Um, I'm gonna let you guys decide which one is that you want to use, but I will say that you guys do have enough information about Giuseppe that uh, one of those is a better one to use. But I'm not going to let you know which. It's Brit's technique. So unshakable bloodhound technique. Um, no force can evade the solar once she's picked up her quarry's trail. Once a character finds some evidence of a trail to follow, her player may spend one essence to perfectly track the target for the next 24 hours. No roll is needed. If she knows she's tracking a creature of darkness, this charm's essence cost falls to zero. Can't confirm creature of darkness. Yup, he makes my forehead itch. So, um, okay, let's say, okay, so you have to get a little bit of evidence for how to uh, do this. So to do that, um, we're going to basically like scene swipe you guys over to the place where that Rose works. Yeah, you guys uh, basically show up at uh, Vinny's Vitty Pizzi, where the Vinny looks to you all and he's just like, Hey, yo! How the fuck are y'all doing? Good. How you doing, Vinny? 
Uh, not too bad. Unfortunately, I, I'm sorry. I haven't had time to let Rose get uh, get away from work. She's just been, you know, I've been so short-staffed. We actually had a few uh, a few quits lately. Is it that one that almost hit me and ran me over? Oh, no, 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 girl. That was a firing. I fired his ass. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, no, no. So what can I help? What can I help uh, my my favorite employees' uh, favorite friends with? Firstly, I put my mug on the table. Coffee. He fills the mug. I'm sure it's absolute dirt, but I'll still drink it. <laughs> it's not. It's not the worst coffee that you've ever had, but like, but it is. It is above gas station coffee. That's all I can ask for. Benny, you got a problem if I light up in here? Uh, he, uh, he looks over to, he looks around the building. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a little, uh, he air quotes, smoker's booth over in the corner there. You know, a holdout from the old days, back when you could fucking smoke in a restaurant. Okay. You want to come? Does it, does the place look busy at all? Uh, eh. Okay. Benny, why don't you come have a seat with us? We wouldn't mind having a little chat with you. Okay, that that's not fucking ominous, but okay. Hey, Brendan, does this pizza place have, like, a gumball machine? Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm gonna pull out some quarters and get myself some gum to chew. Okay. Uh, Cass is gonna take a seat, and she's gonna light a cigarette and start smoking. And she's messing around with her, her coin in the hand that she's not smoking with. She's like, so, uh... Are we good to talk around here about some of that stuff that happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rose has been keeping the place super, super, super tight on lockdown. I don't know what she's been doing, but uh, you know what? After after the shit that I saw when the gas line leaked, like, oh, boy, you know what? I'm not even going to. She says it's good. It's fucking good. And that those Giovanni punks have not been around here in the past, like for the rest of the week. It's amazing. Gas line leak? Yeah, there was a there was a gas line leak here at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the week. I thought I saw some crazy shit happen with Rose. Thought that she looked like some fucking like monster out of a fucking uh, out of a fucking hammer film. There wasn't a gas line. Rose walked in in her shintai form and scared the shit out of Vinny. Okay, well, I mean, gas lines all good now, though. You said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gas line's all good now. Okay, good. So, uh, we're trying to get a hold of or find some stuff out about Peter Giuseppe. You got anything you tell us? Giuseppe, Giuseppe. Uh, oh, you know what? That's the fucking, that's the fucking weirdo with the knife, isn't it? Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, uh, him and his, uh... Him and his tracksuit crew have been fucking with me for a while until Yuz came around. Um, let me think, let me think. You know, I don't got anything, like, about him. Like, I don't know a whole lot about him. Like, you know, his favorite color or anything like that. But I do know that he tends to hit up some of the other, uh... Some of the other restaurants, you know, maybe uh, not on this block anymore, but like uh, a couple blocks over, that's usually been his stomping ground. These uh, these four or five blocks here. You and kids aren't going to go and get yourself hurt, are you? No. Did we get hurt last time? Yes. <laughs> what happened? 
We'll talk about it later. When you get hurt last time, doubt we'll get hurt this time, but we'll see. That is a blatant untruth. Carry on. Out of character, technically Liv did not, did not get hurt. It was Oliver that got hurt. Ha! No, no, we're the same person, but I just changed my name, realistically. Nah, you said Oliver's dead. It was a literary device. Nah. Not when you got dumbass Lenny around it, ain't. It's a literal device. Ha! I hate myself. Wah, wah. Nah, anyways, we should be fine. We should, it shouldn't be too much, uh... We're just trying to trying to figure some stuff out, is all. Is he usually roll around with a lot of people? Uh yeah, him and his uh him and his tracksuit buddies, uh those three tend to uh tend to roll around together with uh Peter. Okay. So uh, I guess uh good luck. Appreciate it. Uh if y'all need any uh any pizza or whatever, especially if you guys are I can't believe I'm saying this to a bunch of fucking kids, but especially if you guys are going to take on the mob on my behalf, like, I certainly do appreciate this. Pizza pies are on the house. Lenny lets out a big exhale where he's been holding his breath the whole time. Uh, can, can we go outside now? Can I get a slice of pizza to go? Vinny hands you a slice of pizza. Aw, yes. It tastes weird after you've had gum. Fuck. Didn't think that one through now, did you, Brit? Gotcha, motherfucker. This goddamn addiction. Bubblegum banana pizza. Ugh. I like how all three of us are like, I'm gonna have some coffee, I'm gonna smoke, I'm gonna grab some gum. On the same coffee day. tastes great with pizza, I don't know what you're talking about. Meanwhile, Lenny's over here holding his breath because, you know, ghost dog senses. It's like me and Christina have switched places. Welcome to my torment. Okay, so you guys go outside. What's the plan from here? You guys, uh, if I recall, you guys are going to use a uh, bloodhound scenting technique to hunt down uh, Peter Giuseppe, right? Is it? So, did we come and see Vinny at nighttime or the next day? I assume at nighttime. Okay, so here's the next question: Do we want to hunt Peter Giuseppe down at night? Like, what time is it right now? It is about. Eight o'clock. Oh, that's not that late. Yeah, it's plenty of time before bedtime. What's the uh, what's the angle here? Are we going to like get some information, or are y'all actually gonna just punch it through a wall? I mean, the whole punching through the wall thing <laughs> been working interestingly. I, I can make no promises. What an excellent way to not answer my question. You're welcome. I will try to not punch him through a wall. Don't misunderstand misunderstand my question for care if he lives or dies. I don't. I just want to know what we're doing. Oh, uh, I'm also going to catch Marcy up on what the fuck happened at Vinny's Vinny's Pizzas the first time. You mean where we killed two people? We only killed one person. Luckily, I listened to those episodes, so I know what happened. You, you only have a confirmed kill count of one, I should say. Right, because we didn't hang around till sunrise for the other one. I mean, I did kind of kill Francisca uh, at Dice. Like, I beat the crap out of her. My friend! I'm so excited for this that Brit's, Brit's ally is Christina's rival. It'll be fun! So, do we want to roll as a pack or split up to look for him? 
think it might be better if we all stick together, especially if he's rolling around with three other dudes. Also, uh, since that Vinny gave you guys enough uh, information about where he tends to stick around and put the hurt on local store owners, the uh, and you guys know that he you guys know that he's a vampire. Um, the unshakable bloodhound technique can just be used to track him down. It's free. It's free. Angel cop, lead the way. <laughs> Fuck, I was not expecting that. So, not an angel, but let's go this way. <laughs> and I guess I track him down, or go to the direction my, uh, bloodhound my bloodhound senses take me. Okay. So, you guys uh, are going down the streets as that Marcy's nose or her, her senses kind of take her down a couple different streets from Warren Street to out on the Smith Street. You pass by a you pass by a bookstore called Books Are Magic and then uh, you turn down onto Dugras Street. Or I'm sorry, uh, like not Dugras. Um, you guys actually stay on Smith Street and turn down an alley near uh, Sackett Street uh, right after a bar called the Zombie Hut. I am literally looking at a map of New York, and yes, there is a bar called Zombie Hut. Note to self, go to the Zombie Hut later. There's also a bar, like, three blocks over from it called Bar Bruno. Anyway, so Marcy turns down, uh, down into that alleyway, and there you can see Peter Giuseppe in his hoodie, uh, hiding hiding parts of his face and his three goons in tracksuits. Uh, they are very obviously counting money and putting it into a briefcase. What do you all do? I'm gonna shout out, hey Peter! What's going on, buddy? I'm not gonna lie, Brendan. I really like the Galaxy Brain brick throw. But no, I'll let, uh, I'll let Lenny have his moment. Don't worry, I'll need backup. Lenny has his moment. And yells out what he does. And Peter turns around and sees you all. Who the fuck said that? Oh, look at you, big man. You back for more? Well, that depends. What are you serving out, bud? Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, so I was thinking maybe uh, maybe you give me uh, a sweet little $100 bill and uh, we call it even. I don't kick your ass. I'm going to turn around to look at the group for confirmation. I mean, Peter, 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 where were you last time? It wasn't our asses that got kicked. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't got the, you don't got the fucking giant girl with you. You don't got, you don't got Miss Marvel over here. Mm-mm, she can't make herself bigger. He he like points over at uh between Cass and Marcy. He's just like, I ain't scared of this shit. I'm sorry. You think you're not scared of me? Can you describe the environment we are currently in a little bit, Brendan? Yes, you guys are in a back alley. There is a dumpster. There, it is dank. There's some pipes. Um, it's a little humid out as there's a storm approaching. Um, there's uh, some newspapers on the ground. 
and the three guys in tracksuits are kind of like just hyping Peter up. All right. I'm going to start walking their way. Right, I'm going to flip a coin. Heads, my friend doesn't bash your head in. Tails, mm, he's still probably going to bash your head in either way. Uh, I'm going to flip my coin. Okay. Lenny, don't kill him in one blow. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, are you about to start combat? Because it looks like because it looks like you're stepping to this guy. Yeah, nobody badmouths my friends. Okay. Um, nobody slanders his friends. Oh, nice. It, it's one of the intimacies. So, uh, we're gonna roll initiative then. I got a thirteen. I think I'm going first at a sixteen. Yeah, I think you are. I sure as hell are. I'm not going first at a seven. For once, I'm not the lowest initiative. Is Lenny close to me yet? Lenny is, in fact, close to you. Ah. Uh, let me double check something real quick. I am, in fact, not an elephant. When firing a bow, she can use nearly anything as an arrow. A scream, some flames, a sunbeam, a beehive, an angry squirrel. So long as it's not too large and unwieldy to fit in her bow, she can fire it. I'm going to say you probably can't. I'm gonna say your your bow probably can't use a dumpster just because like I think the dumpster thing would be hilarious once and then it's gonna get used a lot more than but I would want. Can I fire Lenny through my bow? I will allow it to be big enough to fire Lenny. Okay, I did anyone you. else get a thirteen? I did. Uh, anything higher than a thirteen besides uh, Christina, who I know got a sixteen? Uh, what what did you get, Cody? Ten. Okay. And I know that Brit said she got a 7. Okay, so starting at the top of the initiative with a 16 is going to be Cass. Cool. I'm going to be like, you know what? Now sounds like a good time to try this out. I'm going to pull my bracelet off and do the thing to activate it. Uh, what is what is the... Uh, is it like a code word? Is it a motion? What is it to activate uh, so it? The way I imagined is I pull it off. I have it in my hand and you kind of do that thing where you lift it up and you... Like you would do for a baton to kind of get it to unfold. And do that, so it like one of those spring staffs. Yeah, kind of like that. And it pops open, or like Hawkeye. The way yeah, he pops it, it just out. it just like and it just extends out from it. Okay, sounds good. I wasn't sure if you wanted to give it like a magic word or something like that. So it's bow time over here. Uh, what are you gonna do with bow time? Lenny, do you trust me? Just trust me. I'm gonna fire Lenny through my bow. Of course, I trust you. So I guess that that would technically be. What are you better at? Is it firearms or athletics? Firearms. But, uh, okay. Who are you firing at? Oh, uh, I'm firing at Peter, because fuck him. Okay. So I'm gonna grab Lenny's hand, not, and, like, kind of put my bow in front of him, and just kind of do a weird thing where I, I almost, like, pivot him forward and shoot him through the bow <laughs> at Peter. Okay, so are you, are you like grabbing Lenny's hands and that like his closed fist is like where the arrow tip would be, or are you like, like at, at more of a grab by the wrist? Like imagine shooting him and he's got like the fist out front and like the superhero like gliding through the air, sailing to punch someone. Kind of. Okay, thing. okay. So like, what I was gonna say is like I have two ideas in my head. One is his arm is aligned to basically be the arrow, and the other one is. Because your charm is just fucking weird, like, it lets you kind of defy gravity and physics for a few seconds while that Lenny literally becomes, like, 
an arrow and then is shot like Superman, like Christopher Reeves. There's some weird magical bullshit. He like glows, turns into an arrow, and I shoot him, and then he slowly turns into Lenny right before he hits him. You could do that too. No, I like the idea of you literally grabbing Lenny and then shooting him like Christopher Reeves Superman. Whichever headcanon works. I mean, they're both interesting. I, I like that one. And it all circles back to throwing your friends at the problem. Okay, so you do that. Um, I'm going to have to ask you to make a firearms and dexterity roll at difficulty six. Five successes. All right, he goes to dodge and gets two successes. So that means you got three over on the hit. Uh, Cody, what is your fucking strength rating, dude? Isn't it five? It is five. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of how to do this. I promise not to abuse, like, shooting him at people, but for the first time using this bow, and because he fucking insulted me, and Lenny's like, don't you insult my friends. I figured this was very cinematic and appropriate. Christina, roll for damage for Lenny, which is going to be a... Uh, is going to be uh, eight damage dice. Uh, and because you're using him as ammo, uh, if Cody has any uh, reflexive charms that he wants to activate to help out, he will be allowed to for this. Oh, so I'll boy, just do I. right now and see what happens. So it's like three damage. Yeah, if six was the difficulty, three. So is that... Um, I'm waiting to see if you're going to do anything. Yeah. Okay, so what are you doing? Because I because without knowing what type of damage that I'm rolling against, I can't roll any kind of stove. First off, because I've got Edge of Morning Sunlight, it's aggravated damage. Um, and then after that would depend on your soak. He soaks none of it. That is what the he is allowed to soak for aggravated. Because he does have ranks in fortitude. Okay. So, first is uh, going to... We don't want him dead, right? You want to question him. Can I use my dragon coil technique to wrap him up in a clinch? Uh, yeah, but I'm going to say that that's going to be on your turn. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So as far as damage, um, reflexively, uh, Hungry Tiger Technique activates, so that doubles the extra successes, so that bumps it to six. And then I won't send him flying this time. Okay, he takes six aggravated damage. He is not looking good at all. Next up is one of the tracksuit guys, who, seeing this, is absolutely terrified pulls out a piece and shoots at Cass. Okay. I'm obviously gonna try and get the fuck out of the way. So it's Dex and what? Dex and Athletics. You got five successes. If it's difficulty six, I also got five successes. It is difficulty six, so he misses. You both kind of, you dodge out of the way just barely. Next up is Liv. Alrighty. Well, as I see a guy pull out a gun and shoot my pal, I'm going to, like, walk up and activate my charm through dead eyes. Uh, that is the one that lets me get bonuses to medicine rolls, as well as how easily to break things. Wits and occult roll. And I just need one success. Oh, is that the fucking scary one that lets you, like, age their arm, like, ten, like ten years per success or whatever? That is the world-withering method. No, this is just the thought. This is the uh, through dead eyes one that lets, me see, that lets me see what I can break. Okay. 
one success exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. And as I walk up to him, I would like to try to grab on to the arm that he used to pull out a gun and just actually pop his arm out of the socket. Are you going for... Okay, so like all three of them are pulling out pieces. It's just more of a where in the initiative that they follow or that they fall. Oh, in that case, I'll go for the whoever is nearest to me. Preferably one who hasn't shot yet. Okay, yeah, I'll have you go on the next one that's in the initiative order then. Cool. Um, and for this role, I'm actually going to use all according to plan, so I can use my uh, academics and my strength. Fantastic. Okay. Um, he's going to attempt to... Uh, he's going to be a cool guy and attempt to parry you with his gun. Neat. Like, I'm going to punch your fist with my gun. Okay, you got uh, two successes over him, so... Uh, Damage is going to be uh, your strength plus uh, plus two. So seven. Yeah, so that's going to be your damage roll. So it's going to be seven D10s. And Five. He, he will, since technically it is bashing damage, since it's like a physical attack that isn't like trying to pierce him or anything, he will try to soak it to resist a little bit. Okay. He gets one success. So he takes, uh, you said five? Yep. So he takes four bashing damage as you, like, dislocate his arm. He is not looking good. Nice. Next up is going to be the guy that you just dislocated the arm of. And he is going to... He's going to use his other hand to pull out a knife and go to stab you with it. Is he ambidextrous? He is not. So he's going to be rolling at a... At some difficulty. At some penalties. Fuck him! I'm ambidextrous for this reason. Okay. And he will get two successes. Do you want to dodge out of the way? Do you want to parry it? What is the difference? Uh, nothing really, except one of the weird rules with... It's more like the flavor of it. So like... If you're better at at athletics go, and dex, go ahead and dodge. If you're better at parry and if you're better at like brawl and melee, it'd be like strength and brawl to parry. Then I'll parry. And like one of the neat rules about uh, exalted is that you are literally allowed to parry anything because you're fucking exalted. Five. Yeah, you. He looks fucking stunned when that your fist clenched goes up and like punches the knife and like it meets blade on like between your knuckles and like no blood is being drawn you're not even reacting to it yeah i like to think partially that it he does it like sticks in my hand and i just like oh oh well <laughs> it was it wasn't enough to cause any actual damage inconvenient it's nothing but a flesh wound. Next up is Leonard. Alright, so question. If Answer. I wanted to choke a vampire out without killing him, it would just be inflicting lethal damage, not aggravated, right? Correct. Alright, because I'm about to do a ton, and I'm pretty sure it should knock him out. But I wanted to make sure first. Okay. So. First, we'll let uh, you, I will let you know this right off the bat. He has one more health level, and then he's dropped to incapacitated. Another health level, and he goes into torpor. And then you have to 
fill up his track again, and then he's dead. Okay. So he's pretty roughed up. Oh, he's extremely roughed up. You, <laughs> him not, you being able to cause aggravated damage to him basically fucks any vampire from dealing with you. I know, of course, they're like a certain age rank. In that case, I will, the goon that just shot at Christina, I'm guessing I'm like probably slightly behind him. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just go up behind him and put him in the worst rear naked choke he has ever experienced. Um, so first it's going to use my, uh, yeah. First thing is going to use a essence to add three dice to my, uh, brawl for this scene. Uh, actually let's do an essence and a willpower to just double that dice pool. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, I love when this shit happens. Make sure proper order of operations. Uh, that's passive. Hungry Tiger is also... Did me being shot out of the bow count as attacking an enemy? Uh, yes. Okay. So I would have to use uh, in two essence and two willpower. Well, two. actually, technically... It didn't because Cass attacked you were just the projectile I was just the golden bullet alright so I think I got it so run up behind him and put him in the worst rear naked choke this guy's ever experienced getting closer to him does my forehead itch before I decide whether or not he's dying is this for the tracksuit guys yeah none of the tracksuit guys uh feel like they make your forehead itch any more than it does. Gotcha. So for normal people, it's inflicting a certain amount of bashing damage to knock them out. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Alright. So, first it is a 10 dice pull to do that rear naked choke. That is six total successes. I really doubt that he can dodge, but I'm gonna try. Wow, you get three successes. Cool. I mean, you still managed to get him in the chokehold. Oh, yeah. And because I've got Dragon Coil technique, um, that's another two out of Edison's rating to attempts to gain and maintain clinch and automatic successes, and then add it to clinch damage. So that would be five successes uh, plus your strength yeah plus my strength plus um, the one essence for hungry tiger technique so that's my two essence for the round uh, and that doubles the successes so that's oh when determining damage so five plus my strength so that's ten and then double oh my god are you rolling fucking twenty dice for damage no, that's just an automatic double of successes. Oh, okay. So well, yes, is the answer to your question. So let's see how much damage you do then. Ten damage. And it is... All bashing. Yeah. So oh, you get this... Twelve... Wait. Does my... Does adding my... Actually, that is... Fourteen damage. Because I add my essence rating to the successes and then double it. Oh, okay. Um, so, 
funny story. Um, humans have uh, 16 bashing health levels. Um, and once you bring them down past 14, uh, they go incapacitated. So you basically put this guy in a fucking chokehold. And, like, within seconds, he is just limp in your fucking arms. Like, you might have accidentally, like, I don't know, hit an old wound or something. Shh, shh, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, no. We'll check like, you out later. <laughs> he, is, he is rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy, man. Full on John Rambo. Next up is uh, the, the other tracksuit guy who, seeing all of this raises one arm and drops his gun and he looks to Cass and he goes I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't wait, that's not my fucking accent yo, I'm so fucking sorry I didn't mean to do this I, you you shot me in the fucking shoulder the other night, I can't raise the other arm I give up, Marcy, it's your turn oh hey, it's my turn so there is still a uh, vampire on the loose uh, and one guy who is fighting off Who's fighting Liv? Do we want the vampire dead? Like, is that the goal here? Uh, alive for now for questioning. Dead if he doesn't cooperate. Got it. So don't touch him. You would I, I, got, I got the guy on me handled. Yeah, you do want to touch him. You can bring him down to in-cap and then basically, like, interrogate him. But you don't want to do an obscene amount of damage to him like Leonard has a tendency to do. No, I mean, like, I shouldn't touch him. She's got a Zenith ability that lets her do <laughs> bullshit. Remember my anima power, Brendan? You, you have to actually activate the anima power. Correct. But, like, I should probably just... So there's one guy fighting Liv, one guy that's apologizing profusely, and a vampire that's being hugged to death by Lenny? No, Lenny's hugging to death one of the tracksuit guys. Oh, so the vampire's just there? Yeah, literally the only one left after when he got shot out of a bow. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I will shoot him with my gun. Okay. Yeah, single do? Did you want to do one shot or two? Do one for now. Uh, just to let you know, unless of course you shoot the vampire in the head uh, with a bullet, um, all damage from a gun is considered bashing to vampires. What I'm saying is you're good to shoot him if you want. He can probably take it. Okay, then I will I will do that. Topical around his knees. That's always effective. You're gonna shoot him twice and each time in his knees? I mean... Let's, if, be, real, let's be real here. This is a mobster. He would do it to you. I mean, if the goal is to interrogate him and like capture him, then that's probably the best idea. No, no, we need those knees in good shape. That way we can break them later. I'll fix them, don't worry. Oh, boy. Uh, so then, Britt, do you want to shoot his knees out then? Sure, I'll aim for his knees. Okay, so this is going to be a dex and firearms roll at difficulty 7, since you're going to be taking two shots. You know what the downtowners say? You know how you fight without kneecaps? You don't. Three successes. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, um... You're going to want to also uh, add an extra two dice to that. Man, you know what I just realized? Hmm. I was supposed to roll 20 dice for the attack for the choke out. What the fuck? Because I spent the essence to double it. <laughs> I accidentally didn't kill him. 
So the, with the extra two dice, it's now five successes. Okay. Let me see if he can... Nope, never mind, he can't. He literally has no dice to do anything. So you shoot him in his knees. Roll damage twice. Um, It's going to be six plus... Uh, Basically, it's going to be... So since you did this shot uh, as multiple shots, basically the way you're going to do it is you're going to take your total number of successes. And the reason they do it this way is in case you were to do uh, those shots as against two separate targets. But basically, you have five successes. Each shot does six damage plus however many successes you want to assign to that shot. So maybe like you just want to roll six and then the other one will be 11. Or you want to do like eight and seven or whatever. Yeah, I'll probably just like even it out as best as I can. And Okay, so damage on the first knee. Uh, so I'm doing the, since I'm splitting it and it's five successes, what I do like 3d10 plus six and then 2d10 plus six. No, what you're doing is uh, if you're doing three and if three and two is going to be the way you're going to split it, it's going to be nine d ten and eight d ten because each bullet has a damage of six, but the damage still has to be rolled. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so that first one is five bashing damage to him in the knees, and then four. Yeah, he he's fucked up. He's super fucked up, like, beyond belief. You guys managed to take him and his cronies out in one fucking round. The guy near Liv is not an idiot. He sees what's going on, and he fucking gives up. He is... Oh, what a loser. I had something I was planning on doing. You just parried a knife with your hand. He is fucking terrified. Also, Cody, how much essence have you spent in the last, like, round? I don't think that means your anima's flaring up yet. Nope, I gotta spend three to flare. Okay. But what yeah. does the guy, like, say? Oh, fuck, man. This is... I clearly made a wrong fucking choice in careers. <laughs> he, seems, he seems calm enough. Okay. Yeah, he's like... I don't want to say he's having a coming-to-God moment, but he's, uh... He's, he's real fucking scared and, hey, like... Hey, he, hey, Brendan. Yeah. Would you say that he's uh, realizing the fear and power of death? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Okay, I think I get an essence back then. Excellent. And also, you know, don't forget, uh, Tyler, that if you ever want to just regen essence on uh, on fucking mortals, you can you can bring your abyssal fangs out and start draining them like a goddamn vampire. Ah, definitely. But if he was gonna be like screaming and shit, I was actually just gonna dislocate his jaw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Peter Giuseppe and his goons are down. Peter is down. His knees are blown out. He is. He appears to be in some kind of hypnotic trance-like state. He's. It's almost like his body is in stasis. So, uh, what's, what are we gonna do with the lackeys here? Besides the one that Lenny, uh, whispered go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep to multiple times, uh, they are looking at you guys, uh, like you are about to murder them, and are 
basically begging for their lives. I, I don't see any reason to hurt them. They just made some really bad decisions. So I say we let them go. It's really Peter we want. As long as they promise not to say shit. Yeah, y'all aren't gonna be bad guys anymore, right? Yeah, you guys aren't gonna be bad guys anymore, right? And I grab the arm of the guy who I dislocated the arm of and start wiggling it around, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're... Uh, uh, he passes out from pain. I live! A change in careers, because if we can do this shit, I'm sure there's other people out here who can. So I'd get out of the business you're in right now for, you know, your own sake. Don't worry about it, Lenny. This section makes it easier. I'm going to roll a medicine to pop his shoulder back into the socket in one motion. Go for it. Uh, standard difficulty. He probably won't wake up. That's pretty bad. Only one success. Um, so you managed to pop it back into the, into place. Um, and whether through sheer... You can't tell if it's your own sadistic streak after uh, witnessing death in all and all of its glory or not, or just a mistake uh, from adrenaline and everything. But you manage to pop it back in in such a way that he wakes up from his blackout only to start screaming again and then pass out again. So he was like conscious for that whole fucking thing. I'm going to go ahead and chuck that up to just, like, cynicism. Like, you get a little bit cynical after working with people like that for a long time. And it was probably just like, okay, he's knocked out. I don't have to worry about being careful. And I should have probably worried about being careful. But it's in. But yeah. Career changes. Probably in order. Um, Anyone else? No, 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 man. My, my arm's good. It's, it's, it's healing just fine. Uh, you, you got shot. Yeah, but it was like, uh... I don't know how to fucking explain it. It's like I got shot by fucking Starlight or whatever. Like fucking like how you you go fucking. I wordlessly walk over and like examine his wound to make sure he's not bullshitting me. It clearly wasn't Starlight. It was a bullet. It looked like Starlight to him when, when you, you shot him. It was clearly a bullet. Yeah, I wordlessly walk over and like examine the wound on his shoulder to see if he's bullshitting me or not. Standing by that it's a bullet, and she's gonna basically bully him if she has to, and making him agree that it was a bullet. So he just kind of like goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the what what your friend said? Uh, she shot me with a bullet the other night. It was it, it kind of fucking hurt. Don't worry about it, man. Don't worry. I walk over wordlessly and do indeed worry about it. Um, and he can't stop me. <laughs> wow. Um, he's gonna try and run. I'm not gonna stop him. As long as he does a career change! I don't have the energy to stop that. Okay, like, I'm all for you, like, torture torturing these poor mortals, but, like, yo, that was fucking creepy, and, like, I'm gonna have him react like he's, he's encountering someone fucking scary. Uh, I'm glad that it's being received as creepy, because it's just, like, genuine, like, nihilistic concern, but... I get that it's creepy, and that's how I want it received. Do you want me to catch your patient for you, Liv? Uh, any patient has the right to refuse service. He, like, smirks in, like, in not a very ungenuine way when he says that. So now you guys have a passed-out guy in a tracksuit 
two, I'm sorry, two passed out guys in tracksuits and uh, Peter Giuseppe, who is in what looks like a stasis nap thing. Pin notes to the passed out guys, like set, set them up nicely so they're comfy. Pin notes to them saying, you saw nothing, do a career change. The, uh, the choked out guy should wake up pretty easy. The choked out guy wakes up pretty easy uh, a little bit later. And uh, Giuseppe we can take elsewhere. Also, what the fuck are we going to do with all this money? Did y'all know this is our 100th episode uploaded as a podcast? Holy crap, has it been a wild ride. Thanks to everyone who's supported us thus far. Y'all are the real MVPs. Our theme song for this season is Epic Blockbuster 2 by Raphael Crux. Other music in this episode was provided by Alexander Nakarada and Kevin McLeod. If you liked what you heard, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, or, or your other podcast catcher of choice. Leave a comment or a review as it helps us get out to more ears. If you want to follow us on Twitter for updates, we're at A Pair of Dice Lost. And if you have any questions, you can send them to A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. Finally, for making it to episode 100, I'm going to give you all three stunt dice. Go out there and be amazing.